Hey, this is Heidi Dawson. If you love all things health and wellness and style of any kind, hang out here with me each week. I'm obsessed with never-ending improvement, and it's all in an effort to help each one of us live a wildly successful lifestyle. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Hi guys, welcome to episode 155 of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. My guest this month is Luke Van Every. Now Luke is CEO of True Compare PEO. He works with small and medium-sized businesses where he connects them with the best payroll, HR support, and technology organizations for their specific needs. He's also the host of In This Together Roundtable. It's a networking group that was formed to address the challenges people are facing with COVID. I mean, who doesn't need that. And finally, he has a podcast called The Network Table, where he digs into people's story of how they got where they are, which I absolutely love. Now, we chat about a lot of things, but he talks about three of his strengths he thinks is crucial to his success. So let's listen in. Hi, Luke. How are you? It's so great to meet you. Hey, what's going on? How are you? Thanks, uh, thanks for having me on this beautiful day. I know it's beautiful here. And to be fair, we did meet once before because we Zoomed before. So we chatted and I was like, oh my gosh, I got to have this guy on my podcast. He's so, so you're not in the car this time. I'm not in the car this time, but I am still under renovation. <laughs> so yeah, we'll just, you know, we're just, I'm okay with it. We're having fun with it. That's all that matters. So, all right. So you are, for everyone, the successful CEO of True Compare PEO, which I'm going to have you just give us a rundown of what that is in just a second. But you're also the founder of In This Together Roundtable, which focuses on addressing the challenges brought on by COVID and then the changing business environment, which I think is affecting everyone. Um, so you must be crazy busy. Um, yeah, I, I'm pretty busy. I, um, I put a lot of focus in my calendar. Uh, I live in my calendar. It's color coordinated. Every minute is to the T. Uh, I need to be busy, right? That's how I continued to grow my business and really special. And it takes, takes work, but it, I get a lot out of it. I meet incredible human beings. So, Busy, yeah. I try to be as busy as I can, but uh, I pride myself on on rest as well. You know, mental health is an extremely important piece of life, so make sure to take my rest as well. But I would say I'm a pretty busy guy. That's good, though. I I like to be busy, but I also like to have downtime. So I I like to be in control of my time. And you saying you color code every minute, you actually that's that gives you a lot of control of your time, which I try to do that, but I'm not as disciplined as I should be in that. I'm going to work on that. That is a goal. <laughs> so tell us what True Compare is. True Compare so, PEO. True yeah. Compare P yeah, True Compare PEO, your trusted PEO specialist, is actually not a PEO at all. Uh, we are a PEO consulting firm, and PEO stands for Professional Employer Organization. Now, there are 900 payroll and professional employer organizations in the country. So how do you pick the right one? Right. Well, at True Compare, we offer free dedicated support in comparing your top PEO options. Our goal is to simplify the PEO search process by helping you evaluate top providers that best fit your individualized needs 
through transparency and trusted expertise every step of the way through a true comparison. Wow, that's helpful. That would take away a lot of the, because you have to be knowledgeable on everything. They don't have to be, right? That's awesome. Right. So we're, um, we're doing the search. We're doing the quotes. We're doing the negotiation. We're making sure that we get you all of the information possible to make the best decision for your company. Brilliant. Okay. So, well, I also want to talk about the round table. I love the idea of this. I think most people would, you know, they'd love to be part of a group like this because COVID's been hard. I mean, it's been hard on everyone. And I'm curious what made you start it, this round table. And then also, how have you seen it help? So let's take a step back before what was networking. Networking was in your city, going to coffee, going to an event. We did it very locally and close. Well, at the beginning of 2020, I watched as all my in-person networking events got canceled. But I couldn't just give up on networking. I had to make a change. And I'd never, I've been to hundreds of different styles and, and types of networking events. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to create, and I got with, excuse me, I can't take all the credit. I got with a very good friend of mine in Esther Deutsch, who I've been networking with for years. She runs a really great IT company and she does different things than I do. So we had really great synergies. And I called her, I said, what are we going to do? She said, let's, let's start our own. So we wanted to be very non-exclusive. We wanted anybody to come. We don't charge anything. So we called it in this together round table. And it started as just people coming together to talk. And on our first meeting, we had 60 people show up. Oh my God. I was, I was a little nervous. So the first person we called on, first person said, hey, tell us about your company. Tell us what's working well. Tell us what we can help with. And he goes, Luke, I don't think I'm the right person to go first. And I don't think I'm the right person to be here. There's 60 people on this call. And he goes, I just lost my job two weeks ago. And I was just here to meet people. And I went, John, you're exactly who we want on this call. How can we help? That human being got a job offer right then and there on that first ever call. I have goosebumps. (laughs) I did as well. So I was like, okay, we might have something. And we thought, we'll host this every Tuesday for a couple months. And, you know, then it'll go back to normal. We all know that didn't happen. Right. So we continued to adapt. And people, and I kept saying every week, hey, I'm going to keep showing up Tuesday until nobody shows up. And people keep showing up. So we created a website where we house all of our many, our, our members' information. We'll put their blogs on there. We have a great website. We created a LinkedIn where we post and, and share content of all of our members' businesses. So we've created this incredible community and it's not just in one city. We've had people from Ireland, India, Europe, all over the United States, all over Canada show up week over week to have conversations with individuals. And we've made adjustments all along the way. And we're at a point now where we have about 420 followers on LinkedIn. We've had over 600 people come through the meeting. We have close to between 30 and 70 people show up every week. And we do it in a breakout room style. So everybody comes in, we have a presenter, and then we put everybody in breakout rooms. We 
between four and five people in each room. Everybody goes around and you have a conversation. So week over week, you can do your pitch to eight to 10 people every week. And it's just, I, I'm just the talking head and keeping things moving. The individuals that come to our round table are, are what makes our group so incredible. I love that. That's, you know, it's, it's all about connection, isn't it? And during, and during COVID connection was, was the struggle and you found a way around that. You know, I, I, I feel like that is the one good thing that COVID has done for the world is that we learned how to connect um, even when we couldn't, you know, I mean, that shows me that connection is so important. Now I'm an in-person, you know, kind of, yeah. kind of girl, just like I think probably you are too, yeah. but, but during COVID, I loved connecting over zoom because that's all we had. <laughs> and you know? the funny, the funny part about it is, is we had zoom before zoom wasn't created <laughs> out of the pandemic. It was a tool. Who we used it though? Come on. We didn't, we didn't turn it on. <laughs> now, you, if I go to some, if, if somebody schedules a meeting with me and, and it's via Zoom and they don't, I ask them like, hey, you're going to turn your camera on? I'm like, you could, you could call me on the cell phone if you just want to have a conversation. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. And they flip it on. I don't think that this is going to go away. I, I think yeah, uh, I the world has, has realized, hey, man, we can have and be productive via, via Zoom or virtual. And if you're not talking to people all over the country, you're missing out. There are so many incredible human beings everywhere. You just got to put yourself out there and meet them. So true. I, I totally agree with you. And and you, when you meet so many different people, you find that we're all similar. We all have those, like Tony Robbins always says, the same six human needs. And we're all the same. And it's and it's connection that that I think, oh, I love it. Um, okay. So then you personally probably had to adapt and that's, that's the way you did it was in a way through zoom, but also in other ways, how, how else have you had to adapt to the changing times of the business? So I actually started my business, uh, February 3rd of this year. So I went through a, uh, a transition at the end of 2020 and a decision to, is this my time? Do I keep do I keep the life that I know working for a big company? Do I take the leap of faith and, and, and go for it? And I went for it. And it has been fantastic every day since. And we're going to keep chugging along and pushing forward and doing what I love to do. And that's help small, medium-sized businesses succeed. Uh, that's so good. I mean, I love how you just were able to take the confidence. You know, so many people, I think, want to do that. And how, how did you get the confidence to finally do it, though? It's a great question. And the, the answer is, is I had my network. I had uh, okay. 10 to 15 people that I keep close to me that I called and I called every single one of them. And I said, this is what I'm thinking. And I need your honest feedback. I need you to I can't you can't just fluff it and be like, oh, yes. No, I need you to tell me, Luke, this is a great idea. Do it. I got your back or this is stupid. What are you doing? go, <laughs> go back to work. Yeah. And go back to your desk. <laughs> go back to your desk. They were all, you know, they gave me the pros and cons and they were all like, well, I got you. We have you a hundred. I got your back a hundred percent. And that's how 
you know, the old saying is, you know, show me your friends, I'll show you your future, right? Show me your friends and I'll tell you, I'll show you your values. Well, show me your network and I'll tell you how, I'll tell you how successful you're going to be. Who are the people that you have around you that you can lean on? Who are the people that you are helping? It's, it's got to be two-way street and it is with with the individuals that I care so much about in business wonderful I love that I love how connect connection and networking is such a part of your life um it also when I first when we first talked before I noticed you seem very upbeat you know it, that's not a, a trait a lot of people have but it's so nice to meet someone like that do you have certain habits or things that you do every day to kind of keep yourself upbeat and lively? <laughs> well, one is uh, definitely exercise. My, my dad owned a gym for, for 35 years. So exercise is kind of a part of my DNA. And uh, I, I played sports for a long time. And that was actually a struggle for me in 2020. And I was talking to my wife and she could tell I was down and I was like, yeah, I just don't feel like me. And she was like, well, Luke, you went 13 years working out at least an hour a day and you've worked out three times this year. Yeah, your chemicals are kind of messed up. So I take a big focus, especially on physical health. If it's just a, a mile walk, if it's just a walk, something. Got to keep that heart moving. And 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 because when the, the body is in line, the mind follows. And I take a big focus on my mental health right? I make sure to turn it off and take that time to rest. Uh, I've heard so many entrepreneurs tell me the hours that they work and how late and I get it. But I also it's like, burnout is a real thing. If you don't believe it, I'll debate it with anybody. And in anything that you do, burnout is a real thing. So I take a heavy focus on those days to, to pay attention to what my mind is telling me because I need to have a clear mind and I want to make sure that my mental health is, is, is an important factor, of not only life, but in business. So exercise hundred uh, percent in the mornings, I am dedicated to making myself breakfast. It's the first thing that I do. I wake up, I put my phone at my desk. I don't look at it and I go and make myself a nice big breakfast and, and drink my coffee, right? Sit in my sunroom, eat my breakfast, drink my coffee, let my coffee do what it was intended to do and wake me up. <laughs> and then I start my day. I don't start my day until I sit, give my body time to wake up and eat that first meal. And then I will start my day. I got the question today, Luke, Luke when are you most productive? I'm most productive from 10 to four o'clock. That's when I work. 10 to four, okay. 10 to four. Before 10, I'm eating breakfast and I'm giving myself time to get in the zone for the day. I like so. that. You know, so many times when you talk to people who are hard, you know, ambitious, hard drivers, they're like, oh no, I'm up at five and I don't go to sleep till seven. And, you know, I like that you're saying, hey, I'm productive between 10 and four. I don't even get started till 10. Yep. That's, that's awesome because when you set the intention in the morning, I think, cause I do the same thing. Uh, but I'm, I'm a little bit earlier. Like I like, I've been getting up at five, but I'm in bed by nine. Yeah. Come on. I so, I mean, I'm, I'm seriously, I, by five o'clock in the evening, I'm kind of tuned out. I want to just chill. I'll do my feng shui course or whatever, you know, so I get it. And I, I think that's, 
I think that's something that people can look at and go, okay, good. I'm not crazy. Yeah. Like I don't want to work 14 hours a day. I and I, it. it really helps with my, that mindset and the upbeat, right? I want to be an upbeat, positive, positive person. Yeah. And I want to have, I surround myself with positive people, right? I, energies are a real thing. You yeah. give me, you give me a positive, upbeat energy. I'm going to give it right back to you. Yeah. You give me a, a dominant driver push. Great. We can have that conversation too. I can be a dominant driver push back and we'll see where the relationship goes. Sometimes it goes well, sometimes it doesn't. But if you come in smiling and having a good day, it resonates even through a camera. It will resonate to the person on the other side. So why not? Why not yeah. be positive? There's, a, there's so much. We could sit here and talk about negatives all day. The world's full of it. It's difficult to be positive. So why not, why not fight to be as positive as we can? You know, I, I listen to a podcast in the morning quite a bit and it, and um, it's Abraham. I don't know. Are you familiar with um, law of attraction? And yeah. Okay. So she talks quite a bit about um, creating your life, your thoughts, create your life and, and being reactionary. And I think about that so much because I, I, tell myself, you know, you're not always going to wake up happy, right? You might wake up on the wrong side of the bed, but you've got, you have to give yourself a chance to be at least happy at some point. So if you wake up on the wrong side of the bed, you know, don't, don't quickly address your husband or your wife. Don't, don't do things that you know are going to create problems, sort of chill, like then go by yourself and have a cup of coffee or maybe go back to sleep for an hour because yeah. that might put you in a better place. So it's always about if you're not in a good place, cause you're not going to be every single day, no. maybe do something that would put you in a good place. Like play with your kid, your dog, or, you know, do something fun. Right. Uh, or I, I think about that a lot. You're creating rather than being reactionary. Absolutely. Or what our moms used to tell us, eat a banana, drink a glass of water and sit in the sun for a little bit. Yeah, I know that's those are those are all great, great, great ideas. <laughs> and now we can't even eat bananas because they right. No, I need I'm back to eating bananas. Because a lot of nutritionists will say it's too much sugar, but I'm kind of to the point now where I'm like, if it grows in the ground, if God gives it to us, I'm eating it, right? You gotta eat it greener. You gotta eat it greener. Oh, I love them green. Yes. Yes, we're on the same page with that for sure. I know I like to. <laughs> okay, so you have uh, your podcast. Let's talk about a little bit about podcasts. Your podcast yep. is called The Network Table. Again, that connection network thing, you kind of have that going on. So what drove you to start your own podcast? I'm curious. So like I said before, I've made a living off of, of networking and I've met thousands of incredible human beings. And during networking and the, you know, even in the first, the second and the third connection, you get, you start to get to know these people and you hear their stories and they have incredible stories. Yeah. And I wanted to tell them, I wanted to, I wanted to have an opportunity to say, Hey, come on, tell us what you do. Tell us how you got here. What's your story. So the network table podcast, getting to know the human behind the business, because there's some incredible people out there and it's just a fun way to promote others and, and let them tell their story and I've been having a lot of fun with it. I'm not, uh, you know, some are better than others. Some, you know, it, it, it's tough. It's new for me. Yeah. Um, but I have a great team that's helping me edit it and do it. And it's all 
a great place just to take those conversations that we're having behind the door and put it out to the world. It's great positive content. And I like po putting positive content out into the world. You need positive content. Yes, we do. You know, I love the, the idea of telling people stories because I love to hear stories. Uh, in fact, in my podcast, when the, on the ones where I'm not interviewing with someone, um, I, I always try to tell a story of some sort, whether it's a personal story that's happened to me or an inspirational story or something, because people love to hear them. I love to tell them. I love to talk about it, but we love telling our own story. Yeah, we do. So, you know, your, your podcast, that's awesome because we have, who doesn't want to talk about their story, right? <laughs> of course. We could talk about it for days. All right, good. So what is one of the coolest stories then that you've ever heard? You've got to have some cool ones. I got a bunch of them. We could, I can tell you some cool stories. But this one was a recent one that I that I learned. Uh, it's a young man that he's in solar panel sales, right? He he does he owns a management company to help you get installed. But before that, he was doing door-to-door -door solar sales. Wow. And the cops got called. Uh-oh. He ended up he ended up selling the cop solar. Ah, <laughs> I love it. That's I was right. That, that was yeah, I, that's a good, that was, I want that sales guy. I thought that was a cool story. <laughs> that is a cool story. Well, you know, um, the stories that you come up with, I mean, sometimes they're gonna probably go into their personal life too, or do they just mainly talk about is it more about business or you get some, some other kind of stories? Sometimes, you know, it's all about where they want to take it. It's their time, right? it's their time to tell their story and how they want it to be told a lot, a lot stay on their business path, right? Where wow. they're coming. This is what I do. All right. Well, great. How did you get there? And then we'll go back and, you know, we had eight different jobs leading up to this. And this is now what I do. And when I was in college, it was totally different than what I was studying. And then others have come out and, and told us, you know, the troubles that they've had and overcome and how it has made them stronger. It's completely, it's all organic, right? We just let it flow and have a, a real human to human conversation. Uh, yeah. It, That's it, really it, powerful though, you know, because you're talking about things that are real. And I don't think we get a lot of that. And so it's, it's, it's probably quite refreshing for your listeners to hear a real story and how somebody really overcame something that they might be going through. Yeah, it's something that is kind of bugged me in the past where we've been conditioned to be this one person in business. Uh, great. If that's you, I get it. If you don't want to work with me because I'm going to be me and I'm going to be the positive and we're going to have a good time, that's okay. That's yeah. all right. Then I, yeah. I, I wasn't your bag and that's okay. Uh, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be who, who I am. I'm going to be the positive, upbeat person and we're going to laugh and we're going to have a good time. And if that bothers you, and when, that's okay. I, I'm not going to be the buttoned up. I'm just not going to do it. It's not who I am. And I don't, I don't want to be somebody that I'm not. Yeah. Because it's not inauthentic. It's inauthentic and people can read that, you know, they read that 
inauthentic. I think authenticity is such an easy thing to pick up on, you know, because it's, I, I love it. And you're very authentic. And I'm sure that that comes through in your podcast, which I will um, subscribe to once we get off this phone, because I'm excited to hear it. So you're, um, you're very successful in, in many areas, your roundtable, your networking, your podcast, your, your, your company that you started, which is awesome. Do you have, do you think you have three that you could give us three strengths that you think led you towards that? I bet I know what one of them is. But what, what is one of them? Positivity. <laughs> I right, mean, we'll... that's a strength to me. That's one of the best strengths you can have. All right, well, let's take positivity off. All right, uh, we're taking positivity off. What's three strengths you think? Uh, would be responsiveness. Okay. Extremely responsive. Um, when a client needs something, we get it done. It's just, we're going to get it done, right? Responsiveness in a timely fashion. Um, and that, and being on time is, is built into that. Being on time to a meeting is, is, is easy. Managing your calendar, being on time, being responsive. I put that all in one bucket. Um, so I pride myself on that. That's good. That's a really good one. Being responsive. I, I didn't, I hadn't um, thought about that, that I didn't think that was one of the ones you were going to say, but I like that because think about it. You know, the bar is kind of, you know, low. You People are not always responsive. So if you're super responsive in a timely manner, people are like, oh, wow, yeah, that's really great. Okay. All right. Good. I like number one so far. Um. Oh man, the second one, I mean, I, uh, loyal. Okay. I would say loyal to, I'm loyal to the individuals that were with me from the beginning, right? Uh, I'm going to take care of those that, that, that helped me. Uh, I'm going to make a focus to help others that helped me. Uh, if you stick your neck, if you stick your neck out for me, or you, you bring some opportunity to the table, you know, I've been with one woman my entire life, 18 years, 16 to 34. Loyalty is a huge, huge part of my life, of my personal life and my professional life. I'm an extremely loyal human being to those that, that want to help me. I want to help you. Love it. And that, that leaks right into my clients as well. When we start working with a company, our loyalty lies with the client and the client only. Um, so loyalty would definitely be a big one for me. Love it. Yeah. Okay. All right, number three. Hmm. Sponsor, loyalty, positive. Oh, okay, well, we you said you were taking positive off the table. We put it back <laughs> in. That's a good one. Hey, I think that's a really strong group. Responsiveness, loyalty, and positive. That's you you're successful. <laughs> you have you can't help but be successful. It's it's uh, when you start. What this is kind of bragging about yourself. I'm not. Really I know it's hard, isn't it? It's hard when you're <laughs> humble. All right, good. Well, I like those, and I think we can leave it there. Um, tell us how we can find you. How people could follow you. Um, what. We've got the name. I will post the name of your podcast in my show notes and also the round table. So maybe, maybe people could join that as well. That sounds like fun. I think people would enjoy that. Come check us out. Okay. So from a networking standpoint, yep. Yeah, check us out on all your podcast channels, uh, the network table podcast. If you're interested in coming and checking out a round table, 
Just go to our LinkedIn in this together round table, follow the page, and then it'll give you a way to register. Uh, register right on Zoom. You can add it to your calendar. And then professionally, if you want to you want to talk, if you want to learn what a PEO is, or you want to evaluate the PEO model for the first time, or if you want to evaluate your current PEO to uh, your options, you can reach out to me directly at Luke at truecomparepeo.com. Follow me on LinkedIn. I'm a big LinkedIn guy. Now you got to understand if you follow me on LinkedIn, I'm going to follow you back. And I'm what we call like a holic. I just, I like stuff. All <laughs> uh, I love it. To like I don't think anybody's going to argue with you liking their stuff. <laughs> I really don't think anybody will have a problem with that. All right, Luke, this has been so much fun. I have really, really enjoyed it. And um, I will put all this in your show notes and we'll um, hopefully we'll network or connect again. Yeah, anytime. Uh, this has been absolutely fantastic. Uh, we'll have to get you over to our podcast so we can hear your story as well. I, you know what? I'm loving, I want to tell my story. <laughs> anytime. Awesome. Thanks, Luke. See you later. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.